It's another Outside the Box, focusing on how we all can work together. Today's topic is Be Democratic, spelled B-E-E. We humans often think we're hot stuff, especially when compared to so-called dumb animals. But sometimes it's the other way around. It's the animals who are really smart, and we're pretty dysfunctional. A case in point, animals are often very good at making decisions by consensus. Humans, not so much. Just think of a school of fish swimming together, or a flock of birds, or a swarm of bees. Could we get many humans to all do the same thing at the same time? Maybe all running away from floodwaters or going together to a soccer game, but not all cheering for the same team. In the article Consensus Decision-Making in Animals, authors Larissa Conrad and Timothy Roper describe how flocks of birds, schools of fish, hives of bees and other insects, and even mammals, our closer cousins, decide to act together sometimes as incredibly large groups. Whether by animals or humans, group decisions have to be acceptable to hundreds or thousands. In the case of birds or fish, decisions are about where to go, left or right, south or north, away from weather or toward it. For insects, it's where to set up their nests. In the case of ants and bees, decisions have to start with subgroups because they don't have microphones to publicize the same decision to everyone. Believe it or not, Thomas Seeley has written an entire book about how bees find a new home and make decisions called Honeybee Democracy. When the swarm, which could number up to 10,000, decides to move, they start by sending out scouts from the current hive, more experienced bees who look for ideal locations. The new home could be one where there's a lot of nectar and opportunities to pollinate, but safety from weather and other threats can also be the key factor. The scouts return and all do a dance for the rest of the hive. Those who find especially good new homes will dance more intensely and for a longer period. It's not the queen making this decision. It's the group of scouts and then the whole hive evaluating the scouts and their dances. Even though communication is only local with just a few hundred bees seeing an excited bee dance wildly, the word gets around. The hive decides to go with a hive location and moves there. Seeley talks about conflict of interest decisions, such as getting food versus getting water, or choosing among different food sources. Often the consensus boils down to water first and food second, or this area closer by but with less nectar first, a better area farther away from the hive second. Celia identifies decision-making parallels between bees and us humans. For example, the need for shared interest, mutual respect, and debate among decision-makers. Decisions are better without leaders. 
whether it's a queen bee or designated humans, such as bosses, employers, or individual politicians making unilateral decisions. Seeley suggests a better system, such as annual town meetings, where each resident, each resident's vote is equal. A multitude of proposals, whether for a new home for bees, a new solution to the war in Ukraine, or the best way to reduce inflation, needs to be heard and considered. A large, diverse group actively debating the many options will usually come up with a better solution or decision than a small number. Finally, when enough bees or people accept one plan of action, then a decision has been made that all can support, or at least accept. Do you think honeybees are messengers telling us how we ought to live and decide together? I'm Larry Danzinger, convinced we can learn a lot from beautiful insects.